You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. Greetings, everyone. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily, episode 1464. Today's tip features Mary Kitzmiller from Kemp, Texas. Mary has competed in a wide variety of disciplines, as well as Road to the Horse competition as a wild card and multiple Mustang makeover events. Mary also does demonstrations and clinics all over the country. This time, we're going to tackle a listener question about her horse who just won't stand tied. Okay, so we have two horses. We have two questions that are kind of along the same line. Um, there's Angelina with a, a older horse that has pull resistance and pulling back. Um, we will tackle her question, and then I hope in tackling that question that we are going to answer. Um, someone else wanted to know the best way to teach a horse to tie to a stationary object. So Angelina's question is... Um, she has a 23-year-old quarter horse gelding, reigning train trail ridden before she got him. He's a gym in every way, except he pulls back when meeting resistance on his pole. This manifests when tied, cross-tied, even lunging. It, um, if he turns towards me and pulls back, he will run backwards until he pulls me over. Is there a safe way to fix this quirk, or is it just part of his nature? I also board, so I can't just time and leave him to figure it out. Um, so Hallie's question was how to teach a horse to tie, period. And Angelina has a horse with a very specific problem that uh, manifests in lots of different ways, including tying. Um, so, no, it is not too late to teach this horse uh, how to uh, do this, how to tie safely and be safe. Because even though I, I hear the story a lot where he's fine with everything except, but this one problem that this horse has is going to disrupt everything you do with him and it can be very dangerous. So it is definitely something he's not too old to figure it out. And you want to make sure that you work on this before there's a bad accident. The first thing I would do as you're training him is I would probably have him looked at by a vet or even an equine dentist and make sure there's not something physically causing him pain with his pole. Yeah. 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 And that can create problems everywhere, you know, and, and even like their teeth, um, you know, maybe there's something up going on with yeah. his teeth and that can permit that can go into the pole. Um, Poor guy and has a so, headache. yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. If I have a horse that is like, it's just a severe phobia, I might check and make sure. And again, he sounds like he's done this a lot. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's something, if there, you know, wasn't something out of whack yeah. there. Yeah. So I would definitely address that, have that looked at by someone who does body work or your vet, um, have his teeth check. I would just, you know, just kind of scratch those off the list just to be safe. Um, so yeah, you can't just tie him and leave him to figure it out. And that is not how I would solve it anyway. Um, because he could end up flipping over backwards and breaking many things, including himself, uh, trying to figure it out. So I would, uh, look at some groundwork programs. There's some really great ones out there. One of my favorite uh, that would have some good exercises for this is a book by Brock Bran Buck Braneman, just called Groundwork. And it's got this sending exercise in it, like I've explained um, 
uh, a number of times this podcast, uh, which would be very helpful. So teaching your horse in a safe environment, get a long lead rope. I would get something like 14 foot long with this horse and low, uh, you know, I would start with like really low energy exercises. So instead of lunging, uh, do the exercise I mentioned in the very beginning of the show where you have your horse facing you and you're just going to comb your hands along the lead rope. Now, my guess is if you were to start this exercise and you just gripped the lead rope and pulled, this horse would immediately pull you off your feet. So we're going to, he goes way over threshold very early on. Anything that's going to threaten him in this way, like with his pull where he's very protective of it. So don't, I'm going to highlight the word threshold right here. I think that might be key here because his threshold is so low that any training that's been happening recently in his life, he's already thrown through threshold. So mentally he's not learning. He's defending himself. (gasps) Ooh, ding, 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 ding again. Sorry. I'll try not to disturb you again. Well, once a horse, it it is important to, yeah, to, to talk about this because when a horse is what I would call over threshold, he is in flight fight mode, uh, mode, meaning he's trying to survive. He thinks he's in a life and death situation and he wants to survive. He cannot learn in that spot. I know some cowboys and other trainers, there's not just cowboys, there's a lot of great cowboy trainers out there who will bring a horse to that point of extreme panic. And even if they quote unquote win the battle with the horse, that horse did not retain anything. All you did was cause a fight. That That's all that happened. So it's a horse does need to understand pressure and a lot of learning happens when you put the horse in a pressure situation. But if they go over threshold, meaning they are panicking and they want to break whatever they can, including you to get away, they can't learn. So I would find a way I would, you know, have a good mental note of where that is for this horse and stay under it. You're going to eventually be able to push that threshold back and to where, to where he's manageable. But what I might do with this horse, get a long lead rope and I would just stand in front of him quiet and just start combing my hands down that lead rope. I'm not going to even close my hands on that lead rope. I'm just going to create light pressure. And maybe even if he just leans forward a little bit, release reward. And then just keep kind of combing your hands. You might close your grip a little bit more. You're not going to go, you're not going to, ever just grip down on that rope and pull. You're just going to kind of come and create this pressure and get him to come forward. And I might even with this kind of horse, they tend to do better if you create a bit of distance between you and them. So I might even get several feet back and do this exercise. And as he learns to, when he feels that to come forward and he's going to get a release, so you're going to really put slack in that rope every time he does it. I might just start walking backwards around the arena and just having him come forward off of that pressure and following me around. That in and of itself, whether you're working with this horse who has a severe phobia or a colt who's never been tied, um, it's it's so good for them to just kind of follow you around and coming forward off that pressure. That is a really good start. And then eventually I'll close the, the gap between me and that horse and I'll get it to where he puts his nose right on my chest and I'll just sit. When he gets to that point, I'll sit there and love on him, rub on his face, massage his face, and just make him feel like a million bucks. And that often can just get that horse to kind of go, ah, okay, I'm safe. This is okay. 
There's a lot of other things I would do with this horse groundwork wise, um, leading up to the point of tying. Like I said, I, I would, it's hard to answer in, in one podcast, but I would look into a really good groundwork program, find something that speaks to you. There's a lot out there and, and most great groundwork programs will address this teaching your horse to give to this pole pressure. Um, so when it comes to actually tying this horse, I really, really like to use um, some sort of safety tie. So a lot of people like the blocker tie ring. That's perfectly fine. I My personal favorite is one simply called the clip. And it's it's exactly what it is. It's a clip and it's got this little ring on the bottom of it. And you run the lead rope. I double the end of my lead rope and run it through the ring at the bottom and around the clip. And then I can clip it to a ring on a wall. And I have this set up in my arena. It's it's best if you can figure out how to set this up in your arena with good footing and not like in a wash bay in the barn aisle. Um, you don't you don't want something scary with not good footing. So if you can do this in the arena, this is going to work really great. And the thing about this clip is uh, if you clip a horse to the wall and they pull back and you want to use a really long lead rope and a lead rope that doesn't have any kind of knot on the end of it. Um, I've had horses that were so phobic with tying. I used like a 25 foot long, a long line to do this. And I'll clip them to the wall. And if it's a horse that has a severe phobia and pull back many times, I don't have to do anything. They'll usually just pull back. And they might pull 20 feet of lead rope through. And once they're done pulling, all I do is walk up to them, lead them back to the wall, pull the slack on the rope, and then I'll walk away again. And I, I, I'm watching this whole time. I'm in the arena with them. And They'll probably pull back a second time if they're very phobic about this. And this time, maybe they only pull 10 feet of lead rope. So I just walk up to them, lead them back to the wall gently. They're not in trouble. I don't get after them. Uh, pull the slack. And then the next time, maybe five feet. And then almost every time, the first session, they just kind of go, oh, okay, I'm fine. You would think a device like this would teach a horse to pull back. And I've, I've never had that been a case. The only time that a safety tie has ever uh, maybe created a bad habit was with my good old quarter horse Guthrie who figured out that uh, when he was tied to my wall that I have outside of the arena, uh, I can just pull slack and eat grass. Well, with Guthrie, his problem wasn't tying. So after that, I just tied him up normal. Um, his problem was he was hungry. <laughs> yeah. And he just like gently pulled the lead rope and eat some grass. I'm like, okay, you're we're not going to do that with you. That's the only time I've ever had anything kind of not good happen with it. But you see what you would think won't this horse teach the horse to pull back. Actually, what I found that it does is this horse that you normally would tie to a wall. He feels trapped. He's got to get out. And when he first pulls the slack on this and realize nothing bad happens, he goes, okay, I can, I can get away if I need to. And it just makes them kind of go, okay, this is fine. I can get away if I need to. So they start reacting less and less and less. And it's amazing how quickly it works. And pretty soon they just don't pull back. You can eventually work with a horse like this up to where he can tie solid. Um, personally, I like to use these clips everywhere I go uh, because, you know, 
anything can happen. A horse can slip and fall in the mud. Or if I have him on the trailer trailer and we're, God forbid, in some sort of accident, um, he's not going to be hanging from his halter if that trailer goes over on its side. Or I have had, you know, my mule who is the, you know, brokest animal ever. I had clipped him in the trailer with a safety clip. And this one time in a million times he's hauled, he for something freaked him out and he backed up out of that trailer. And because I hadn't, didn't have him tied solid. Um, he was able to back safely off the trailer. He was actually still tied cause I was using a long lead rope. I didn't get killed and I just let him back in the trailer, pulled the slack and he was good. So I, I like to use it all the time. I, I usually do like to at some point get a horse to where, can I just tie you solid with a rope and you'll be fine. Yeah. But you know, for me, for what I do, there's never any time where I can't use that clip. Um, so it's just peace of mind for me and my horses other than Guthrie. Um, they, they tie like they're tied solid with that thing. So I, I would definitely look into that. It's great for teaching young horses and it's great to help other horses get over their phobia. Well, there you have it. Horse Radio Network has thousands of engaging podcasts for horse people, and you can have them sent right to your phone. Just subscribe via your favorite podcast player. This is Coach Jen, and I will be back again soon with another tip. Until then, go ride your horse. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements made by guests on the Horse Tip Daily. Please use your own judgment when listening to the tips on this show. <laughs>